Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Chapters have two forms. We can talk about them in two ways. We can talk about them as the arrangement of chapters within the larger framework of your novel and the progression of scenes within each chapter. So the rule of chapters is the rule of scenes. Each applies whether you're writing a novel or a short story. So a short story is composed of scenes. So if you're outlining a story, you want to apply the same logic to each scene. So a chapter is going to provide more information or more insight into the characters. It may be a description of place. It may do all those things, but... Each chapter has to have an indispensable role in moving the story along. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. So you have your story idea. You have some foundational insight into your characters. You know who your story's about. You know what this person wants. You have an idea of who or what's standing in this person's way. You know where and when your story takes place. And you know who the main characters are and what makes them tick. These are the foundational elements that can make an outline much more useful. In last week's episode, episode 118, we talked about three foundational elements to explore before you outline. So we have idea, setting, and character. And in this episode, we're going to start building that outline. I'm going to walk you through six steps. I learned this method from Philip Gerard, who recently died earlier this past November. I like his method because it leaves plenty of room for invention and surprise. You don't want to be too sure of where your story's going. You don't want to be too certain. Because it's in those spaces of uncertainty that invites questions where the real magic happens. It's what creates space for your imagination. So 
don't think of your outline as a rigid blueprint you have to follow. Think of it as a living outline, one that you can adjust as you write and revise. You can always refer back to it whenever you're stuck. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, episode 118, make sure you head over there after you listen to this episode, then come back and go through the six steps I'm going to walk you through. An outline is really a tool to help you get your arms around your material. It's mutable. It's not static. It's not made of glass. It's not cut in stone. It's just a tool to help guide you through the murky and overwhelming process of storytelling. Now, I'm a writer that needs structure, but I don't do well with starting out with an outline. For me, An outline works better once I have something down on paper. So it's a way of me looking at what I have on the page to see what's actually happening scene by scene or chapter by chapter. This way, I know what I can cut or move, change or expand. So an outline isn't something you do first and then you're done. It's a way of thinking your way through your story. It helps you stay on track, but it's movable. You don't want to just pile on more action or more characters or more dramatic events. That's not the goal here. You've got to do some careful thought so that you arrive at something that makes space for mystery, surprise, and beauty. So here's the outline I learned from Philip Gerard, and this works whether you're just starting with an idea or you're mid-draft or even if you're knee-deep in revisions. The idea is to create a durable, multifaceted story structure that will illuminate what's inside. So let's dig in. Here's the outline. Number one your working title. Now, this title will probably change as you move deeper into your story. The reason I'm including it here is that the title is another means to clarify the story you're telling. It's another way to get at the essence of your story. So, for example, here are the working titles that came before The Great Gatsby. Among Ash Heaps and Millionaires, Tremalcio in West Egg, On the Road to West Egg, Gold-Hatted Gatsby, and The High-Bouncing Lover. So don't feel like you have to get your title figured out before you move on to the next steps of your outline it's more than likely going to change as you delve deeper inside your story. But I want you to have fun and try out different titles. Sit with them, try them out, but have fun. Don't get stuck here. Okay, number two, your signature statement. This is where you begin to crystallize the thrust of your novel or story into a single defining statement. Now, as you know, 
It's harder to say something in fewer words than it is to write using many words. So you want one defining sentence, one focus statement. For example, from Anna Karenina, beautiful woman marries the wrong man. The Great Gatsby, poor boy tries to win the heart of the rich girl. Harry Potter, boy learns on his 11th birthday that he's the orphan son of two powerful wizards and possesses unique magical powers of his own. Now, this sentence, this signature statement doesn't summarize your story or novel, and it doesn't ignore the larger complex concerns of your novel or the nuances of character or the surprising twists and turns in the action. It's going to take your whole story, every chapter, every scene, every sentence, every word to tell the larger story, but it does define the structural arc of the story, the blueprint, which holds up the long middle where we normally get stuck. So it's your purpose. It's the driving line of the novel. It's the cable. Every other creative decision you make derives from that purpose. Now, if you did the foundational exercises from last week's episode, you're already well on your way to crystallizing your story into one defining statement. Again, This might change as you continue to revisit your story material, so don't get stuck. You can always come back to refine your signature statement. Okay, on to step three. List your major characters. Now, when I say major, I mean all the characters that are crucial to the development of your plot. There really shouldn't be more than four, maybe five. For example, in The Great Gatsby, there are three characters who matter to the story, there are four more who matter to the plot, and then there's a handful of minor characters. Now, you've already done this work in your foundational exercises from last week's episode, so you've done all the background information. So for now, just list those characters. On to step four. List your major locales. You want the locales that serve all the action. So some of the action may happen on a battlefield. Some might happen in the palace. Some might happen overseas. For example, in The Great Gatsby, there are five locations where the action takes place. We have Tom and Myrtle's apartment uptown in Harlem. We have a suite in the Plaza Hotel next to Central Park. We have Gatsby's Long Island, which is broken down into two wealthy towns that face each other across the bay. We have West Egg and East Egg. So we have Gatsby's Long Island Mansion, what's now known as Kings Point, Long Island. And then we have Tom and Daisy's Long Island Mansion, which is now known as Sands Point. So list your major locales. Now, if you're writing a short story, your main locales may be just different rooms in the house. Number five, you want to number your chapters with one sentence description of the central event. So you want to number all your chapters and with each include one sentence description 
of the central event of that chapter. So for example, chapter one, Nick meets Daisy, Jordan Baker, and Tom. So let's talk about the rule of chapters. Chapters have two forms. We can talk about them in two ways. We can talk about them as the arrangement of chapters within the larger framework of your novel and the progression of scenes within each chapter. So the rule of chapters is the rule of scenes. Each applies whether you're writing a novel or a short story. So a short story is composed of scenes. So if you're outlining a story, you want to apply the same logic to each scene. So a chapter is going to provide more information or more insight into the characters. It may be a description of place. It may do all those things, but each chapter has to have an indispensable role in moving the story along. Same with your scenes. Within each chapter, or individually, if you're writing a short story. For example, in Chapter 1 of The Great Gatsby, we meet the narrator, Nick Carraway. We're brought to Daisy Buchanan's mansion, where we meet Daisy and her friend Jordan Baker and Daisy's husband, Tom, who receives an upsetting phone call. Then chapter two lets us in on the secret of the call. It was Tom's mistress, Myrtle. And now we're riding the train with Tom, Myrtle, and Nick toward New York and a party. Now, storytelling is the art of unfolding knowledge in a way that makes each piece contribute to a larger truth. So a novel chapter is both complete and unfinished. So it's a self-contained dramatic whole. Otherwise, there's no reason to separate it as a distinct chapter. So it creates enough new anticipation to make the reader want to start the next chapter. So Each chapter accomplishes its intention, and then it asks a question, or it raises an issue, it ignites a curiosity that introduces other new business, and it compels the reader to turn the page. So there's an open story loop. So for example, we know from the first chapter that Tom and Daisy are having a troubled marriage, but we don't know who was on that phone until we read the next chapter. Okay, on to the final step. Step six, your concept of the ending. Again, you want to make this simple. It's really just an answer to the question. Does the poor boy win the rich girl? Does the beautiful woman find and marry the right man? Does the young wizard conquer the evil wizard? So the way your story ends is really evidence of what your story is about. So there's your outline. Okay, let's recap. An outline isn't something you do first and then you're done. It's a way of thinking your way through your story. It helps you stay on track, but it's movable. It's mutable. It's not static. So here's the outline. Number one your working title. Number two, 
your signature statement. This really is for you to crystallize your overall story arc. Number three, a list of major characters. Number four, a list of major locales where the action takes place. Number five, numbered chapters with one sentence description of the central event in each chapter. And number six, your concept of the ending. Does your protagonist get what he or she wants or not? Now, as you write, as your understanding of your own story develops, almost everything will change. And that's okay. It will change within chapters and scenes moment by moment. This is great because you'll be surprised and inspired. So the story events may take unexpected turns and new characters may appear out of nowhere. And you know what? That's as it should be. You should be writing for the same reason your reader is reading. And that is to find out what happens next. So there you have it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you know any writers who need some support in their writing, please share this episode or the Writer Unleashed podcast in general. And if you love what you're listening to, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and please leave me a review. Reading how this podcast impacts your writing truly lights me up and helps me create topics for the show. Till next time, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.